spikes. Oh, yeah, that was big spike. I yelled at it. (laughs) 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 One day we're actually going to learn how the technology works. (laughs) And I'll be like, holy shit, I've been doing it wrong the entire time. (laughs) But we sound good. It's fine. (laughs) We do. We sound good. And it's all your microphone's all good. My microphone's all good. All right. Welcome to Shh, We're Reading Dirty Books. This is Kalina. And this is Saylette. And we are a romance book review podcast, mostly paranormal, but you know, sometimes we're not. Um, and happy that you're back with us again for a new episode uh, where we read and review a fun, sexy romance book. <laughs> yes, this one is going to be short and sweet, but it's I enjoyed it. I think it was it was a I knew I was going to love this book. I mean, yeah. it's been on the list bouncing around for a while cuz as soon as I see mm-hmm. the title, I you know, I'm a f- oh, sucker yeah. for a fucking punny title. <laughs> and I just was like finally like we have to read this. We're just getting to it and as soon as I did it, I am ready to stop everything else and read the next like five books in the series. I know, it's almost and they're so short that we could almost do that. Like <laughs> just put the whole you know podcast I mean? on hold while we get through the rest of the just series. Just get through the entire thing. <laughs> um, or if we like because you could, it's a day listen, right? So oh, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's a 4-hour, 5-hour listen at speed. <laughs> yeah, because we listen to it so fast. But if we do it, say we do, like if it's a five book series, we do one a day for an entire week. We've got a whole yeah, <laughs> a whole series that we could talk we about. We could just be like, look, here you guys yeah. go. I think it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we should tell you guys what we're, we're or do you want to do a quickie first and then we. Yeah, let's do, let's do a quickie first, which is related sort of to the, to the book that we're going to be talking about. And that is what was your favorite thing to do as a teenager? Like when you're with your friends. And you're just like either fucking off or you guys are hanging out or just like, you know, like a teenage activity that's just very typical thing to do. Well, we always did nails. <laughs> we did nails and we did cards. Cards and nails. That was pretty much what we did together. We're 40 and we still do that. Um, so I don't know that that was teenage specific. I never did the really wild like... Me either. I think I did drugs with some other friends once and was like this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me <laughs> and i did not enjoy it <laughs> i was like a paranoid crazy person like i was just like i've never oh, been more scared no. i do not like breaking rules or you know not following yes. the law and and back then of course nothing was legal so i just it was terrifying <laughs> and like the concept of doing anything would be so scary that i just never i was not a wild child yeah um i liked to yeah we like to sit in people's houses and paint our nails and play cards and talk shit i did love that you did the fortune telling shit with cards that was fun and that was very (laughs) teenagery i think yeah you're right it it is totally teenagey it's just trying to find a different medium of accepting the bullshit that is teenage drama in your life No, what? Don't know. Sorry, my Epson is <laughs> trying to update, do his software update as we're recording. Not now, Epson. No. <laughs> oh, wait your turn. <laughs> Shit, no. Don't. Oh, sorry. It's like now restart your device. <laughs> 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 Fucking technology. Um, 
Yeah, I would have to say that's probably one of my favorite things, too, was just just hanging out. And it was just like that core, really substantial part in our teenage years. It was our senior year when we all had the freedom of driving on our own and really just going anywhere. We didn't even have to be there senior year. None of us really. I, I, I had to be there for science class <laughs> <laughs> because we required four years of science. But, you know, like getting together, playing cards, painting nails, like you just said, and and just fucking bullshitting. And we were creating these traditions without even realizing that's what we were going to do, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that it was going to stick with us so intensely as we got older. I mean, we do a lot less nail painting now. It's true. I think I probably am the one who does it the most still. But look, yeah. Ladies. Oh, I mean, <laughs> like, mine are fucking nightmare. They're nothing. No. Yeah. Oh, no, that's what's fun. That's what that's building friendship bonds that last a lifetime. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I think the key too is because this doesn't happen for everyone in high school, right? Not only finding your group, but finding a group that you truly belong with, that like that is of like minds, like like people. Mm-hmm. It's easy to fall into a group and to just go along because you're like insecure and a high school student and you just don't want to be lo- alone. Yeah. So you just go along with a group. So you end up with a group that maybe does things you don't want to do. And that's how, I mean, in one of our previous books, the uh, Amy, Amy's book, Cock Down the Block, where the, the mean girls, like that mm-hmm. one girl was like, I never liked being around you, but I was so afraid of you that, you know, yes. of the queen mean lady. So I think that that can happen and then it's not as good, right? But if you find yeah. truly your people at any age, you don't have to have find them in high school you can find them later but that really does set you up for like a lifetime of being with people who have similar you can always grow and change of course you're not tied to the same person you were in high school but if you really love playing cards and just chatting (laughs) and you find those people in high school you're probably gonna like playing cards and chatting your whole life (laughs) your entire life they're gonna be there and it's just like we're always finding different ways to do things together so it's not like like we are playing cards and, and things like that but because we enjoy our company so much we're creating all of these new things that we're always trying to do watch movies make cookies I know we did not watch at all. We didn't see. Um, we didn't do practical practical magic. magic. I haven't watched it at all, and I'm so sad. <laughs> we got it. We have to do. We have to make up for that because that's usually our Halloween one. But we I don't know. have a Thanksgiving movie. Let's make it our Thanksgiving movie <laughs> this year. <laughs> well, I yeah, I should be free for whenever. Yeah, and then Love Actually is our Christmas movie. Yeah. So all right, but yeah, that's fun. And the yeah. characters in the book we read today have a very similar relationship dynamic and we just love them they're just Mm -hmm. the witchier versions of us i think yes (laughs) totally so for this week's book guys we read cloudy with a chance of witchcraft this is written by mandy m roth and narrated by allison voller it is a paranormal woman's fiction romance novel so let's do some clits notes so poppy is about to turn 40 and goes out to dinner with her husband who tells her that he no longer loves her and he doesn't think she loves him anyway and it's totally cool for them to just divorce and he's going to take the house and he'll finish paying for the college for the kids because they have twins at Yale, of course. And, uh, you know. After 19 years. 19 years of marriage, they, you know, he just doesn't love her. And he probably never really has. And, oh, yeah, he's had lots of affairs in the past. But this one matters. He met Marla and that. He met She's the one. And she made him realize how Poppy had tied his hands and made him get married to her. <laughs> 
when she got pregnant. And oh my God, how horrible. Anyway, so six months later, divorce is done and Poppy is moving across the country from California to her grandparents' house in South Carolina, where she spent her summers growing up anyway, like very close to her grandparents. And her grandmother had left her this house when, when she passed away. And she just had never been back, but she's like, this is it. This is the time I'm new, you know, building a new life. I'm moving away, moving back to Grim Cove. And her two best friends are moving there with her. They're from other parts, like one from New York and I don't know where uh, Marcy's Marcy's from, from. but whatever. They're both very happy to move back (laughs) or move to Grim Cove on a whim with their, with their 40 year old bestie. Um, So she gets to town and her high school slash college boyfriend What's the fuck is his name? Brett. Brett. She, I was just like, I don't know his name what? anymore. Brett is the chief of police in town, and he's still there, and she's got a lot of feelings about She's like, I'm going to just be okay when I see him, but we're going to move on, because he kind of broke her heart in college. They were supposed to have their first time uh, sexually together, and then he ran out and sent her basically a letter that was like, I like you, Poppy, but I can't be with you or see you ever again. <laughs> Leave me alone. Don't contact me. <laughs> okay. That's Heartbreak. fucking heartbreaking. Especially like 20, 21 years old. You're like, what mm-hmm. the fuck? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyway, nature takes its course or fate, I guess, takes its course. And it turns out they really are fated mates. He's a wolf shifter. The reason he ran away during their first encounter is because he thought he couldn't control his wolf and was afraid mm-hmm. he would hurt her. And later on, his father found out what had happened and was like, dude, that's your mate. <laughs> Like you were literally mating, smacks him upside the head. <laughs> but I think in the long run, it's better because he hadn't told her he was a wolf yet. So it would have been really unfortunate to mm-hmm. mate with her at, you know, yeah, like 20, 21 <laughs> years old, 19, whatever. And then have to be like, oh, I just mated with you and now we're together for life and I'm a wolf. Like, you know, I, I yeah. like things to be up front more. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, uh, we're now, you know, 20 years later, he's never married, never been with it. Well, I mean, he's had sex and relationships, but he's not been Mm -hmm. with anyone serious. And Poppy walks back into his life and he's like, this is it. This is my chance. (laughs) I'm going to take it. So there's also like a serial killer of witches happening in town and the wolf pack has to like figure that out. Turns out it is this Marla woman. I mean, all of this is side parts, so it's not really that important. She basically is like a 400-year-old succubus demon lady who Mm -hmm. drains the life power and magic out of women witches um, so she can look forever young. And she feels like she's been burning down magic so fast that she's killing at a pretty hefty rate of every couple of days. And she thinks that if she takes this magic as big as Poppy's, Poppy's from the Proctor family, which goes all the way back to the Salem witch trials, then she'd be able to sustain herself on that magic for a long time. She won't have to keep killing. But that's not true. You know that. It's a it's like drugs, right? <laughs> One hit starts out and then two hits and then four hits. Yes. And now you're you know you're too far deep. Look, now you're way too and far. And then you deep. die. You gotta find a different Yeah. And then <laughs> And she dies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what happens. She absolutely fucking dies. But in the meantime, we we meet a cool house that's kind of got magic in it and we heard the ghost of her grandpa's around and he's like finally convinces her that she really does have magic. So it turns out like her father, so his, you know, grandfather, father, Poppy, 
father mm-hmm. knew about the witches and the magic and just rejected it as a choice. So he mm-hmm. went, got married, had Poppy, and was like, we're not going to raise her with any knowledge mm-hmm. of magic or witches or right. the supernatural world. And I just will pretend like it doesn't exist, which is a cool thing. Just pretending <laughs> things don't exist definitely is why, you know, oh, we don't have climate change. Come on. <laughs> um <laughs> ignoring ignorance it's fine it's just if i say it's it's not true then it's not true right (laughs) um but poppy did spend a lot of time with her grandparents and they secretly taught her which things like Mm -hmm. like spells and and magic and potions and stuff but always with this kind of air of oh it's just my silly southern superstitious ways or whatever right right? and so she knows a lot but she doesn't realize it's magic and now she's starting to figure it out and she has a lot of power of course um Mm -hmm. and meanwhile her friends marcy and diane have moved dana dana marcy and dana have uh moved in with her they're all like flirting away with the other wolves because they're gonna be some uh other mating situations happening pretty soon i think and they're coming into their own individual powers we're figuring out you know like marcy does know about magic she just has like kind of kept it quiet She's like the weird one in the bunch, but totally cool. Well, she's always like telling them true things and they just are like, oh, you're so silly and weird and magic. And the things come true. And then like everything comes true and they're just like, that's funny. You're quirky. (laughs) There's always that one in the group, right? And they just accept her for who she is and and just undermine that she's actually super intuitive. Oh, yeah. She's obviously talking and seeing things. She knows. But yeah, so we set up this whole little group has now of, you know, women in their 40s have now moved to Grim Cove and are like starting over in their lives with powers and magic and werewolves and sexy hot men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like literally starting over because by the end, Poppy is pregnant <sighs> with twins again. <laughs> I thought that was a slight rude. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, no, that's, I mean. She just had sex maybe... again for the first time with anyone new. In, it's, yes. Because uh, what's his? What was his, what was the husband's name? Thomas. Thomas, the ex-husband. You know, like, yeah, the ex-husband. Yes, yeah, sorry, that was her first and only partner. Yes. So it would have been with Brett, but the but whole thing happened where he ran away. The running away from <laughs> no, the naked right? girlfriend at the hotel definitely puts a damper on those feelings. Yeah, you know, definitely. I love, I love their meet cute, cute. Oh, their re meet. The yeah, the. <laughs> Yeah, the re re meet, uh, the bumping into the tree in his front yard. Yes. Oh, it was so good. All of this from the very beginning, I was just like, oh my god, they've been married for nineteen years. Oh my god, they have twins. <laughs> you know, like I've got I've got all these feels happening, but then I realized where it was going. I was like, oh, oh no no no, this is not good. <laughs> I don't I don't like this part at all. But I did love that. Like I had all the feels when she came back. She hit the tree. There he was. He's like, "Are you okay, Poppy Seed?" Mm. Going back to like the nickname, to, the nicknames that you haven't heard Fucking in like twenty me. years, and oh, uh, I was so much in tears and i was like this fucking book already <laughs> it's so emotionally like oh i it love it is. and she was like hey and like you know nervous obviously she hadn't seen him for so long and still had this love and this connection to him and she's like i was good i didn't contact you like you asked me to and like that completely ripped his heart apart and i'm dying in my headphones because just the emotion in it i really liked allison too mm-hmm. i thought allison did mm-hmm. a really good job oh i think she did fantastic at yeah, yeah. narrating yeah mm-hmm. i i know i just loved it so fucking strongly like and 
you can see, like, Poppy's very open, very honest. Like, her husband of 19 years telling her that he doesn't love her anymore and that he's been cheating on her for who knows how long Mm -hmm. wasn't as emotionally devastating as her first breakup with Brett. And him leaving her, like, abandoning her with basically no explanation. Like, I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. a letter that just says, I can't. (laughs) It's not a fucking explanation. (laughs) No, not after every type of emotional thing that they've been to together and physical. Well, because they, yeah, they'd been together for, like, years as a couple, just Mm -hmm. going through different times in their lives. Like, she was away at college and he was in the army or something, military. And yeah. so that was just, ugh, it killed. And even then, because she's just like, he, he immediately, he immediately was like, I didn't mean it. I really regret the letter. Yes. I should never have sent it. I wish I could change everything. Yep. And she's like, that's nice and good, but I still can't trust you. Like, I can't trust right. again. She's like, I'd like to fuck you. I would, but I think we can only have sex. <laughs> I do. I do love that, though. And he was just like, if we're going to, you know, like, I can't just make this. I can't even remember, but she was just like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Where he was just like, well, unless you want to fuck, just to fuck, you know? And she was like, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We can totally do that. Because there's always that like tension in the beginning where it's like, eh, maybe not. We've got this emotional connection and we once loved each other and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, um, yeah, let's fucking bone. <laughs> well, yeah. But she didn't want the emotion. She, she was trying to pretend like she was going to be able to have sex with him without emotion, which is really <laughs> stupid. But yeah. I mean, I, can, I get your fantasy. You can live that life. <laughs> you can pretend sure. you could live that life. You can. But I do appreciate what I really love is this is one of those ex tales like you know first loves that have been broken and then are getting the chance to rekindle where neither party hates the other Mm -hmm. like sometimes you know you could see her being so upset at it that she you know was like I can't even see you or talk to you and we don't have to get through any of that she was like I don't hate you you know she didn't hate him she just was like you broke my heart and if you get tired of me again I can't live through that I can't handle (laughs) that I can't do it twice Mm -hmm. you know that's too bad of course she didn't know anything about the whole faded mate situation right and the fact that it turned out he had probably started a bit of the mating bond back in that hotel room all those years ago mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's why she was so devastated when yes. he left and that's also why he feels so protective of her and even her kids now like her, yep. her twin kids that aren't his that are thomas's and he's he's mm-hmm. secretly been i don't know kind of spying on them <laughs> oh yeah Being he's s- been out to california a couple of times a little and- <laughs> little bit of a stalker buddy not your best moves, I don't know, but <laughs> yeah, but a bit stalkery. Well, I think for I sure. will forgive it because there is bad supernatural stuff in the world, and these kids don't know yes. it because they're you know she doesn't know it because her father and mother were like, let's pretend it's not real. Like, this is not a cool thing, right? Exactly. Which is just wild, so have and to I be protected. I hope yeah. there's a reckoning. I hope she calls her parents up and are like, "What the ever loving fuck." <laughs> I know. It's got to be. And I hope that her dad's got some secret, like, superpower because you can feel that her son, I forgot what his name was. I know the daughter's name is Pepper. <laughs> but it seems like her son's got some intuitive mm-hmm. magic or in any. Oh, they're definitely going to have magic. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, and Dana is a Van Helsing. So she's a slayer. Yes. <laughs> I love that when they said Van Helsing. So <laughs> she's all like, oh, Austin's hot. And they're like both Van Helsings. And she's like, hmm. <laughs> Probably not. Hmm, Can't be that not, many maybe. Van Helsings that you're not related no. to. <laughs> Absolutely not. I do kind of feel bad for Austin because he's now been like shot down by all of the women. <laughs> that he's- yeah, But I'm like, 
You'll find your own. I assume he's going to. Yes. I assume it's going to be either Poppy's daughter eventually or I can't because I can't quite figure out the age difference. I think he, they said he was about 28. So that's what they said. Yeah. Maybe not her, but maybe somebody else. But yeah, I don't know. It's so cute. Yeah. I just want all like I seriously just wanted to stop and listen to all the books right away. I don't even own them all yet, but I'm like, oh, this is I want the whole story. <laughs> No, it is so it is good and the title is kitschy. I think what I like a lot also was how Mandy wrote Thomas. Now, we all don't like Thomas because he's he is the one who hurt her. He cheated on her and stuff, but he came out of Marla's thrall and he was just like, I don't know what happened. And he did confess that he's like, Look, I did cheat on you and I know that I was I wronged you, but I didn't want to leave you. I didn't want to divorce you and I you know, like I still loved you and stuff, but she wrote him in a way that he couldn't be redeemed to come back in her life because she's meant to be with Brett. Yeah. But he is also moving back. He's moving to Grim Cove, too. <laughs> I know. So wild. Which is, they're all just moving to Grim Cove. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I appreciated that, too, because you could pretty, it, like, it was pretty quickly, yeah. you know, foreshadowed that he was being controlled by this new lady. Like, that there mm-hmm. she was a witch of some sort or some magical creature supernatural being and so that makes the whole divorce not his idea not his will right right? this was against his will Mm -hmm. he was never going to come home and tell poppy he didn't love her anymore but he wasn't a good husband either so we get her out of this situation without too many like real harmful things like nobody had to do too much and he can still be part of their lives in the future going forward as long as he is repentant and continuously to be repentant. But he can't be yeah. in her life romantically because he was still cheating on her before he right. ever met Marla. Like this predates Marla's spell that she cast yes. over him, right? Mm-hmm. He was still a shitty fucking husband and probably somebody who they would never have gotten together had it not been for the heartache and then she kind of rebounded with him and then they were pregnant at the end of college and right like it was so instant but i i i I feel like that sucks because she had just told him like she was gonna do it alone she didn't need him that was fine they didn't have to get married and then he proposed anyway and i kind of like fuck you anyway sorry (laughs) (laughs) i guess it's that old school thinking where it's like i gotta do the right thing and it's such a bullshit fucking mentality that's not gonna be helpful to any i mean because the kids are mad at their dad for the things that they've done to their mom and you know like (laughs) they're old enough like they're adults young young adults but still they have the capacity to understand those feelings and so but if they were younger then it would be much more difficult but it's that type of environment that's not healthy for kids no matter how old they are I mean, they would have probably picked up on, because he did seem to disregard her opinions and disregard her choices about a lot of things and, like, minimize her accomplishments. Like, she ran a whole business. You know, yes, it was Mm -hmm. a witchy business and it was, like, all bath soaps and and balms and... and tonics but people fucking love that shit have you guys watched like seen what happened with goop it's like a huge marketing (laughs) scheme right like you know so she did this all while being a stay-at-home mom and while everything she finished school all of it and he just never supported any of it and Mm -hmm. so he sucks but i am reluctantly i guess glad that he can still be part of their lives i don't want him to move to the 
I don't want him to move that either. And I'm wondering if whether or not he is going to have his own story because he doesn't he doesn't deserve it. Because regardless of him apologizing to Poppy for, you know, the way things ended, he did cheat on her and he was mistreating her just like. And he was cool to continue to do that for the rest of his life. Like as if that Mm -hmm. isn't a giant fucking betrayal. Every time you come back home and sleep with your wife again, having just fucked somebody else on the road, like that's not an acceptable thing to just be like, well, it didn't mean anything. No. No, fuck off. Like, no, Poppy never was with anyone. Oh, that. fucking jeez. And then he was yeah. all, like, jealous and upset that she was going to be with, like, that she had already run into Trent again. Er, yeah, yeah Tra- Brett. Brett. <laughs> Why can't I get his name? Trent, Trent and Travis. Travis was the there other guy. There is a Travis in there, yeah. Brett. 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 Anyway, I just <laughs> have a lot of emotion about it. I don't like the whole cheating husband thing. But I do love, oh, I love all of the other people in this book. <laughs> How hard would that arc would have been, though, if Thomas wasn't the cheating husband and he was an honest husband oh, no. and he did love her? No, no, no. Because uh, yeah. then, then, he, then the he'd whole like, oh my thing God. was instigated oh. by Marla. No, 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 no. Exactly. It can't be that. That would have been... He has I love, to be I love bad on shit. his own so that she he has to can be. get back to her true fated mate. With Brett. But I need that. I need that book. I need a book that gives me that type of angst because I love angst. <laughs> you do like angst a lot more than I do. I do. And I just don't want <laughs> angst. <laughs> I appreciated I how my heartbreaking there was like oh like no angst in this like even the vi- like okay Marla sucked and she was really awful but she literally poofed into green air with one thunderclap and yes, it was like oh she she's was. gone like the the vi- like the fight was barely any mm-hmm. fight I mean Bam. there were some more vampires that they had to kill but they all seemed to die really easily I mean they did <laughs> Dana who'd never killed anything or even knew vampires existed was killing them left right and center. <laughs> Dana's badass. I love Dana. And you? I just, yeah. God, I love this series. I was very excited to start this series. And now I'm even more, I don't think I even knew that they were 40 when I first put the book on my list. I was going to ask you about that. If you, I and so we've got now our first 40 year old who actually got to have sex. Yes, we got sex in the first book with our 40 year old. That was fun. I I'll put it on because of the title. This is what I do. I find titles that it's I am great. instantly drawn to because I'm like, I love funny titles. <laughs> and so I put it on for that. And then when, before we were going to start it, I read that it was, you know, like a paranormal romance, women's fiction, 40-year-old. And I was like, oh, shit. That's mm-hmm. perfect. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a 40-year-old, I love that. I love that for books. <laughs> I do wish, I mean, I do think there's a couple of times in the book where I know they say it tongue-in-cheek and jokingly about being 40 and being so old. And I'm just like, but we're not fucking old. Like, I don't feel old at all. <laughs> like, at all. No. No. Um, sorry. This fucking Epson thing keeps coming up and screwing me no, and actually, they don't make it seem as bad as they did in, like, some of the other books where, like, one of them wasn't even, like, she was near 40. And and Poppy is 39. Well, whatever. she turned those, 40 at midnight those... tonight. <laughs> oh, that's right. Honestly, there's no difference between 39 there's and 40. There's not. There isn't. Um, no, yeah. Which one? I think that was the midlife bounty the hunter. Bounty hunter. Yeah. Where she, she was, like, she couldn't walk upstairs. And I was like, <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I can run up and downstairs all the time. <laughs> I am not that decrepit right now. No. Like, I'm slower. That's 100% sure. But I don't know. I just don't feel like there was a lot of reference in this book about being 40 and being like, you know, getting to that but, yeah. age of. But I think part of it was putting up with that like societal idea that you're past your prime. Yeah. And you're not. And I mean, here she is. She's about to have twins at 40. I know. 
Look, that's called geriatric pregnancies. I know that's a hard thing to hear, but she's got some magical, she, yeah. you know, she's magic. She's magic. So she's going to be Magic fine. makes it fine. <laughs> but it is scary in the real life. <laughs> but another set of twins at fucking 40, man. I know I joke around with Dan about it sometimes. I had a hard time grasping that she had like 19-year-old twins at almost 40 because she had them when she was 20, you know, she, so she was super young. And I was just like, God, my twins are turning 10. I can't imagine having <laughs> twins right now that are in college. I know, right? It's back. And then having another set. Like she You're just starting over. An empty <laughs> yes. This is the beginning again. And I do love, I do love that Brett's got that protective, that he's already protecting and like, what is that? He already loves those kids and he's never met them. Mm -hmm. He's seen them because he went stalked. He's a stalker. <laughs> a couple of He's a secret stalker, guys. <laughs> he's a secret stalker. But he's already like very protective of them and loves them. And now he's going to be able to have his own. And they're on their way. They're on their way. Everybody, literally everybody else in her life <laughs> are driving to Grim Cove as we speak. Even the ghost of grandma's on her way. Ghost. She's sitting with the <laughs> twins in their car. It's it's amazing. Like Poppy, she is just this type of person that just got this entire, everybody in her entire life is shifting and moving because they love her so much. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine? Imagine if one of us, me, you, and Emily, right? Mm -hmm. Like something, something happened. You're like, no, I got to move to fucking Evergreen. <laughs> <laughs> or, or or the steamboat springs okay even further fine. yeah evergreen we could still see each other <laughs> evergreen is just like right up the hill the steamboat springs is a drive that's a fucking drive and then emily and i are like what we can't go there every friday night so like <laughs> just at a drop of a dime just fucking up and go and just move in and then all of a sudden everybody else in our lives in your life <laughs> Is up there too, and then we take over Steamboat Springs, and it's gonna. Be I amazing. mean, I can't honestly imagine it happening, but I love the idea of it happening, and I wish it would. <laughs> <laughs> I want nothing more than for us to be these people. <laughs> like, obviously, be... I don't want either of you to have like a stupid uh, no divorce because of a situation magical succubus lady. <laughs> But I do want us to secretly move to a magical small town that looks like, you know, Grimm's Cove or any of the other ones we've yeah. fallen in love, like Mystic Bayou or Stars Hollow. <laughs> Stars Hollow with, with magic. Of course. Um, yes. Any of the ones that I've recently been reading about that I'm just like, I yes. want to live in this tiny magic town and like develop our secret magic powers that we didn't know we had and, yes. you know, just live a. Like, I would love to have a business that just made tonics and tinctures and salves and balms and not have yes. to do stupid actual work <laughs> yeah exactly or we could that's where we can have our little card shop or uh, not card shop coffee shop bookstore bookstore coffee shop, coffee shop bookstore coffee shop, card shop where we could sell our tonics and all of it basically all of it. the and just play cards all night that's long. all we need mm -hmm. and magic and i would like a wolf shifter husband please <laughs> not really yeah. a husband I mean, though well, i'd be okay well, not being there. married to him but you know <laughs> A wolf shifter pool boy. <laughs> Dude, what was the um was it an elk? No, it was a deer. deer what was the deer's name? Gilbert. Gilbert the deer. Gilbert the drunk Poor deer. <laughs> that would run They're through like, town. Is there deer here? <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> mm. Did Gilbert make it? He did. I think so. Okay. I don't think he was dying. I think he just was stabbed. 
So I think he makes okay. it, and I'm hoping that he recovers and is eventually not doesn't feel guilty because I do think he was actually the yeah. killer of those other witches. I was wondering about that too, and I couldn't like I felt like he was under a thrall. He too. was under a thrall. He was definitely under Narla's thrall, but it sounded like he was confessing to hurting them, and she wanted him to yeah. hurt Poppy, and he wouldn't because he knew Poppy belonged to Brett. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he need get uh, Gilbert some some help, get him some stitches, and then some AA class. And maybe a therapist. He needs to work through some yeah. of this stuff. Oh, yeah, he totally does. Yeah, I was heartbroken by that. Mm-hmm. But I just loved the characters in this book and the friendship and the relationships that was built. I guess we could sort of call this our kiss and tell. There's the, the friendship between the three. And I always love it because I think three sometimes is a real powerful number, especially when they're talking about witches. Mm-hmm. And I love it because there's the three of us, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I always try to pace us like... Who is who in these books? And we just don't we match. We do not match. I spun around a long time trying we to figure do. out which we of do. us was which of these ladies. And I was like, ooh, none of us is any of these ladies. <laughs> none of us kind of fit there at all. And and it's just like a, a different, different things at different times. Because at first I was like, of course, Poppy, 19 years married with twins. I was like, yeah, that's yeah, me. And I then, had like, given you Poppy too. And I was Dana. But Emily is yes. not. <laughs> Emily is not Marcy. Marcy. And then I was just like, wait, I'm Marcy because she's fucking weird. Yeah, you are a little bit Marcy. But then I was like, well, does does that make Emily Poppy? I mean, but I'm not really Dana either. But no, I mean, like no. the single, never married, like mm-hmm. harder. But I'm not a like fighter. I'm not going to fight. She's much more no. of a fighter than I am. So I was like, shit. Emily in some aspects is Emily Dana. Is she Dana. would be the one. Yeah. So yeah, there was just so many. So we're <laughs> so all, all of them. We are all, all of them, and we're all going to go live in an old house together (laughs) somewhere in an old town, do shit I think that's, like, yeah, obviously, it's at the core of this story, is everything, when bad things happen, you have having people in your life who are there for you through anything, that's what holds you together, and that's what keeps people, like, Mm -hmm. going. And so, the second she called... I also love that little like tidbit where she's at the Poppy's at the restaurant getting basically dumped by her husband Mm -hmm. and she didn't bring her cell phone with her, which is just so crazy in this day and age. But okay, I'm going to try to buy it. I'm going to (laughs) try because we needed it to set up the next piece, which was the cute uh, younger waiter, Austin, is like, hey, ma'am, do you need help? Like, let me help you. And so like she borrowed his phone called Dana you know, like told her what was happening. Mm-hmm. Dana gets on a plane, you know, all of this happens. And then, of course, Austin comes back and he's actually living in Grim Cove, Cove too. Yes, even Austin came back, the waiter, who is now the pizza guy. Well, he works at he's the bar. He's the manager but... of the bar, slash delivers yeah. pizzas to them. <laughs> but he really is the Van Helsing and he was hunting Marla anyway. Yes. And that's mm-hmm. why he was in California. But he now has Dana's phone number in his phone. Yep. <laughs> and she has mm-hmm. his because of all of this little, like, fate is just really cute in these ones versus sometimes yeah. fate feels, like, aggressive and, like, but yeah. this is not that way. And I started out talking about something else and I ended up here, but it's fine. <laughs> Relationships. Relationships, right? Calling. Yeah, like, 
in the middle, not the middle of the night, but in the, you know, well, I guess if they were in California and she was in New York, it was probably closer to the middle of the night for her. But like, my yeah. husband is telling me we're getting divorced and he's taking my house. And like, Dana's like, I'm on a plane. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. And Dana's a lawyer. Yeah. So she's like, I, I will fuck this guy up. I mean, she... and she's over six feet tall. And <laughs> yes, she's a six foot tall New York lawyer <laughs> yes. she's not gonna take shit and all no. she wants to do is beat them up and like Poppy mm-hmm. keeps telling her not to beat people up <laughs> so good she like punches Jeffrey in the face he's the alpha <laughs> of their pack and he's just like I love you <laughs> he did like well yeah he's like oh that's my mate she just punched me <laughs> yep yep no it's good and she's just like it's I good. have a feeling you get your way too much and somebody needs to tell <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> needs to prevent you from having your way, and he's like, "Oh no, I'm in trouble now, buds." <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, those dynamics. I just I love reading about strong friendships that are just and they're forty. We're forty. Yeah, I mean, even I could even say even if I was like sixteen, I think I would still be too tired to try to make good friends. You know, this is it. This is all I'm gonna have. This is really all I want. Like, I'm fine with making new friends, but I think i've established i don't know how you do it as an adult honestly like what do you do now i don't like what am i (laughs) it feels very difficult to make new friends if i have to step outside where do you find them where do friends come from i mean they come from school (laughs) because you have to see them all day every day (laughs) and they're your same age whereas like employment it's going to usually be people of all ages so it's not as easy to just like fall not that you can have friends of different ages because you absolutely can it's just the closest ones to you usually are of a similar age because they're the same kind of places in your life and have had the same history mm-hmm. or whatever. I don't know yeah. either. But I think that actually might be where this book superseded the other books we've read with 40-year-old people in them with, you know, more mature, mm-hmm. I'm going to quote unquote mature lady, okay. <laughs> main lady characters. They were all alone. What do you mean? Like they were, you know, um, one of them, Lisa's book, she had, uh, her husband had died unexpectedly and she was alone. She didn't seem to have close friends. Like she didn't call on anyone throughout that whole book, even though she became magical and got a genie or whatever the fuck happened in that book. Mm -hmm. I don't remember. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, it was good, but I just, (laughs) it was like there was magic and this tattoo on her arm and and a a bracelet or something. Anyway, and (laughs) the bounty hunter lady went through a terrible divorce and like left town, but she didn't have anybody either no the closest she had was her ex-husband's cousin (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah which is like (laughs) it was like rejecting her the entire time but also like not closest relationship and then even uh dorinda's book betwixt she inherited that house she also got divorced right inherited a house Yes. And, and moved to ha- into a new house. The hot. I mean, super. Shifter guys. Weird dead the, shifter the, guy. Yeah. The one who turned into the thing. No, that guy was I am still hot. involved in that. I need to go back to that series. I like that. Yes. But she, again, was alone. Like, she, I think. She did have one friend. I think she had a friend. Did she have a friend? I think she did have a friend. Because remember, they were talking about her, oh, her vagina or something. And he was in the kitchen when they had the conversation. She was even. They were either face to face or they were talking on the phone, and she was. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> they were talking. Something happened. Yeah. There was another person in that house, but wasn't it a ghost? No. Her, well, the, her her grandfather is the house who is a ghost, but then her grandmother is also there, but not there. <laughs> 
<laughs> Do you remember? Cause yeah, I'm struggling. But yes, she. I, I feel like maybe she was on the phone with a friend. I don't think a friend came with her to that house. Okay. But maybe. I thought, maybe she, I thought she did. I thought she ended up being there. Because she's, she's just like the Dana in maybe. that book. Because she was really headstrong. I'll have to go. Now I'm interested in going Yeah, I really did want to finish that one too. But um, look, I, I say that about. So, so look, literally, <laughs> if I just added up. The books we've read that have series with them and those yeah. that number of books we I sh- <laughs> guys we'd we never never see each other again <laughs> <laughs> or that the whole life would be this podcast just trying to get through it all would. the books plus all the new books I want to read which also guys yeah. I know based on when this comes out this is old news but the fucking Iron Flame just came out this week in our timeline mm. and I like all I want to do is read it and I'm like you know 25% in and I had to stop it to do this for this podcast which I love <laughs> I love this book but I'm like Iron Flame <laughs> no totally that's why I'm like I can't I can't start it right now did you buy it oh yeah, like, yeah. You, it's in, it's our, in audible? our audible <laughs> Oh, shit. It was in our Audible day one, and I was like, oh, man, how far can I get before I have to switch books? <laughs> I was at Costco the other day, and what's the first one called? Fourth Wing. Fourth Wing was there, mm-hmm. and it's got they've got the two different versions there. And yeah. I, like, I want to buy them both. They're both so beautiful. But then I was looking for the Iron Flame, and it wasn't mm. there. Otherwise, I'd have bought both, like, the first two. Mm-hmm. Mm. Damn, that's Well, the, the update, or, like, the second version of Fourth Wing, the red one, not the gold version, but the red yeah. version has a couple of chapters from Zayden's perspective. <gasps> so it has extra wow. content, as well as being a pretty cover. Okay. I'm so, to go to Barnes & Nobles today. Just, you know, Shit. let me know what those content is, because I didn't get any of the books. <laughs> Right, right. And I want I want to get the physical books because those are worth having. Oh. I ju- I just have such a small house. I had to cu- I have to I have to call I have to call. <laughs> Things have to do. No. I know I know exactly how you feel. I I brought home another bookshelf that Dan has now converted to our shoe rack. <laughs> and I was like, "No, I need these for the books I'm collecting." <laughs> <laughs> that bookshelf is gonna fall it's gonna be disaster it's gonna be dangerous for anybody who walks by at some point that one but- right by your hall yeah that yeah. one's over full honey it's, it's super dangerous <laughs> and unless it's like anchored into the wall you're in trouble we need to go okay. through mm-hmm. our physical books from this podcast and like do maybe another little library we need to do another round of yeah. little library and, and, absolutely we have too many books i hate to say that but we yeah. do and i no, love books yeah, you're totally right but i collect them in e fashion now i have the audios and the e versions because they don't take up physical space yes. in my life <laughs> but um okay anyway back to the <laughs> back to this story where were we mm, anyway we were saying that this book had like the main character had those closer female ties, those friendships ties that we yeah. didn't see in those other ones, which kind of implied now I think two of them were divorced and one of them was widowed. Yeah. But it implied that at 40, you only have your spouse. And if your spouse leaves you or dies, you are alone yeah. and your grown children have moved <laughs> on. And it's like, this is a harsh storyline. And like this one I liked more, you know, I, I appreciated. A, oops, sorry. I hit the fucking mic. <laughs> I appreciate it a little better because I, you know, I feel like as a single 40 year old, I'm like, I got a lot of friends. <laughs> There's, you got a lot of friends. And I'm not alone you, just because I don't have a spouse. <laughs> you're exactly, you're not alone. And you know what? You can have sex because she totally gets down with him. <laughs> yeah. 
they they're like we're gonna we're all all of the men are gonna stay in this house tonight because there's weird <laughs> supernatural stuff happening and you guys need us to protect you now this is i mean throughout this they do find out that they are shifters and that they're mm-hmm, vampires mm-hmm, and this, mm-hmm. so they get introduced into the paranormal world i just i love it i always love it when they're like yeah i'm a werewolf or i'm a, a shifter and then two minutes later they're like there are such things as vampires and it's unbelievable yeah and i'm like but they were fucking on board for <laughs> you just fucked a werewolf <laughs> Of course there's fucking vampires. It's so great. <laughs> what world are there only one of them? Uh, come on. Why? Why? It's, it's so bizarre. Oh, and you're a witch, which I don't know. if Did that ever come across? Yeah. Yet? Oh, yeah. At the very Well, by the end, end right, she's fucking Graham. pulling lightning down and blowing shit up. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. She's in. She's in. It seems like she's in control. Oh, yeah. Of, like, the she has complete she control has. of that storm and she uses it to kill yeah. a vampire first and then to kill Marla. And yes. yeah, you know, everyone's just telling her like, just do what feels natural, and she pulls down lightning. Yeah, she's on. T- she's she's figured it out. It's fucking great. It's awesome. But now she needs a little bit of training. She needs some help. But grandma, yes, ghost grandma's does. coming back. Grandma's on our way. But is so is grandma the witch then, or is grandpa the witch? I think they're both witches. They're probably both of the line. Mm, okay. Maybe not all Proctor, but I'm sure they're both witches. Because grandpa's the obviously the Proctor. Yeah. But she could be a proctor, like a different generation, you know, like different line that's yeah. technically a proctor or something like that. But through the matrilineal, mm-hmm. like through the female line, so the name changes. Okay, yeah. Well, and it seemed like yeah. even her own mother, even Poppy's mother. So we know that her father is a witch or should mm-hmm. be one. He's just abandoned it. Mm-hmm. But it sounded like even her mother was aware and chose to agree with him about abandoning the witchcraft, but made him let her- Poppy still go see her grandparents. Yes. So maybe she had this hope that she would still get some type I'm of, wondering like, if we don't figure that out, like, in the future, she, yeah. she shows up. She's like, I knew you'd always be a good witch. I just, you know, he just, like, is weird. <laughs> Your dad's just so weird about it. Your dad's old-fashioned. He's like, witches. Or he's, like, into <laughs> science or something dumb. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so we get one sex scene in this book, but it's not even a full-blown scene. So, yeah, I think what I would call this is it's not a completely sweet romance, but it is Mm. sweet adjacent. So this was a sex scene on the page, but it was one of the least physically described. I mean, their emotions and their connection was very well described and like how in love they were and, you know, the mating bond that developed because he like he bit her and then she used her magic to weave them together even though she didn't know she had magic (laughs) like like as part of a couple and all that so we get a lot of i mean very beautiful like emotional imagery and stuff like that whereas you don't get like the full like dirty grindy sex but that's okay yeah um also did you know there's not really cursing in the book they say bitch but i think that's only because bitch is like not that well because they were she was saying suck you bitch she was so that it was <laughs> because that was just like the play on word that she'd but create, there's like fucking there brilliant. was like no real cursing no, no f-bombs dropped wasn't. in the book yeah it was pretty pleasant i mean if you like that thing no <laughs> i mean look we love the fuck bombs. we drop them a lot um and i'm fine with, I, I enjoy reading a book you know with or without them i think it depends on the writer obviously and yeah. I didn't miss them, I'm just saying. But it is good to let people know kind of the, I didn't even the level of... Uh, not every paranormal <laughs> romance book is the same. 
They have variations right. from no steamy to full-blown practically erotica, you know, cursing, no cursing. Like, oh, yeah. So there's a lot, like there's a big spectrum out there. And if this is more your speed, you can find books like this. Um, they're usually pretty well like highlighted. Like at the beginning of her book, uh, Mandy does have a little section about, you know, mm-hmm. like strong women and there is sex, but it's not a full-blown bedroom, you know, like multiple bedroom scenes and stuff like that. So, you, you know, yeah. she kind of gives you an idea of what you're getting into so you can gauge mm-hmm. how much you like. like or expect Exactly. Women. Yeah. I saw on her Facebook page, I think just this morning, she was or maybe it was yesterday, she was kind of like bummed because she, you know, she gets like all authors, right? People don't like your stuff sometimes. Sure. Yeah. And she was just sharing a couple of examples and they were like, you have too much sex in your books and your books are dark and you're going to hell. <laughs> and they're so oh my violent. God. I'm like, this is one of the least violent books we've read in a bio. <laughs> it was not. We didn't get any. Like, I was like, th- I was like, Marla died by being turned into She dust. turned into green vapor. Like it's literally the least violent, violent death we've yes. seen on page. <laughs> and I just was laughing because I was like, oh, these people don't even, I hope they don't read anything else. They're in trouble if they, if they stumble oh. across like, like I was thinking I about just... um, Lawrence's series, and I was just like, "Oh dear!" <laughs> oh God, don't touch Lawrence. If you can't handle this, you don't don't go to Mandy's Lawrence's. like the I mean... kindergarten teacher of, <laughs> of romance books. Like she's full on cardigan and like stockings <laughs> kindergarten teacher. Yeah. So no way. I just think like you can't please everybody, obviously, because people are nuts. But yeah, and they just want to troll for the sake of trolling. Sure. And then there's the whole people who think all witches is evil. And so anybody who writes about them are evil. So like, whatever. I'm like, nobody's making you read anything. You do realize that. Right. <laughs> I mean, they don't realize that because if they did, they'd stop trying to ban fucking books out of libraries. That's very true. But... No, they've they've glued down that shutter that they are covering their eyes with. So they don't want to be better people. Mm-hmm. So no. Well, Mandy, we we liked, liked it. It. we liked it a lot. So I appreciated fuck those it, guys. And I'll say it for you: fuck, fuck bomb, them. fuck those fuck guys. <laughs> <laughs> and like you know. The connection and like the tension, the sexual tension between them, the cute flirtation mm-hmm. was totally enough anticipation, enough sexiness that I don't feel yes. cheated by not having more raunchy sex. Like I do appreciate an author who can write so well mm-hmm. that the sex scenes are take it or leave it. <laughs> you know right take it or leave it like so much so that we can imagine like she's given us so much of how they feel for each other that we can imagine what that scene would be Mm -hmm. full-blown that's good writing if you can emote that from your readers Mm -hmm. and i really think that dana and jeffrey are gonna have some pretty fun you know banter for the next book and it's gonna be really fun to watch their back and forth until they finally like come to terms with being mates I want to know what the relationship is between Dana and Austin, because how fun would that have been if they were the love interest? Because that's a huge, like, I don't think we've ever had a book where the woman was 40 and the man was in his 20s. Like, I'm sure there are some out there, but we have. I don't think we've had that kind of age gap, that gender and age gap before. Yeah. But they're literally related, Saylet. No, I know. (laughs) 
I they know they be. are going to be related. They can't but have maybe, that sexual thing. But like, what about uh, Marcy? Yeah, maybe Marcy. Actually, yeah, she's because she's also forty, forty-one, and he's still twenty-eight. Yeah. and she definitely feels like the kind of forty-year-old who could date a twenty-eight-year-old. Hell, I was dating like. <laughs> When I was on the dating yeah. apps, I was getting messages from yeah. 28-year-olds all the time. And you're just like, that's a little <laughs> fucking young, buddy. But sometimes you'd have a good conversation. With sometimes you couldn't understand a word they were saying. And you're like, do we speak the same language? Is this, oh my God. Is this some other version of English that I haven't been taught? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, it's not English. It is not English at all. I, I have the hardest time trying to understand anything my nieces and nephews talk to me about. I'm like, no, those are. And I words. feel like, and I know this is going to come off as so old. This is going to be the most old thing I've said. But we had a different vocabulary, but I don't think ours was that opaque. Like, there's feel like half words and non words. And I get very like, oh, I'm like, no, this is really hard to crack. Right. Like, ours was just like, we said sweet. <laughs> No, their words are sounds. They're sounds, yes. They're just noises. You can't even spell some of those words. How do you spell a crrr? You don't, because it's not it's a not fucking a word. word. You just you made a noise with your mouth. Sounds. It's just noises. All they're doing is just like mumbling and making noises. And I'm like, I can't. I, mm, nope. I don't understand. I don't understand. But Austin didn't come up. Oh, no, 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 no. But that's because he's got to go and slay demons and shit. He's he's busy. Yeah, he's way more. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe he could, you know, have something with Marcy. Marcy, the entire time I was thinking of Juno from The Fall of the House of Usher, which we watched up. Oh, gosh, yes. That's so fucking good. And also, why don't we have an Edgar Allan Poe day? I know. We really. Like they do in this book. Like how fucking cool is that? I know. I was immediately like, oh, okay, we need an Edgar Allan. Well, because we're not on the east coast and that's where he lived oh yeah i guess that's true but yeah so yeah. you were thinking juno okay uh, she was the mm-hmm, wife mm-hmm, of mm-hmm, usher mm-hmm. like and she was just so weird <laughs> yeah i didn't want to picture okay. her but i was just like she was just the first person that that came into my that mind that was definitely not who i was picturing because i think she, they kept saying she was blonde <laughs> she was blonde she was blonde and, juno yeah, had no, really dark black hair no. she was just such a weird character and i felt really bad for her but i loved I loved her character because in the end she's like fuck you. Guys. Yeah, no, she got she got what she deserved in the end. She I'm was like away fuck all, all your money. Shit. But no, yes. she was, hers was hard to watch because you're just like, don't be with this asshole. Why are you with this asshole? Yeah, stop being with this. I asshole. I do have to say though, Charlie's looking mighty fine in his old age. He's fucking attractive. Oh, man. he's hot. Yeah. Yeah. No wonder he yeah. has six children. Well, yes, I mean, come on. I get it. It just was dumb. <laughs> It was totally was like, dumb. come on, buddy. <laughs> come on. You can wrap Stop it up. Stop having kids. You know they're all going to die. Oh, man. Spoiler alert for series. Usher if anyone hasn't read. Oh. Sorry, guys. I mean, it's pretty, like, episode one, all the kids are dead. So it's not like it's that big of a spoiler. Yeah, you see their ghost bodies. So <laughs> There's um, six caskets yeah, in, like, really episode one. And you're like, oh, everyone's look, dead. Okay. Everyone is dead. But anyway, good show. Good show. Fantastic. And watching it. Oh, fucking good. I think it was the same directors that did The House of Haunting. It is. Or it's, the Hill yeah, of Haunting yeah. Or whatever. Because they're all the same characters, too. Oh, like, it's, he, or he's actors, done. I mean. That was his fifth series on Netflix. What? Oh, he's done mm-hmm. other ones? Bly Manor and uh, Midnight Mass and one other that I've forgotten. Oh, I got to go back and watch those because they're fucking good. 
They're really yeah. good. All right. Well, I think should I do the fun fuck fact for this episode? Oh yes, yes, please. Let's do Even it. though it's not super relevant to Poppy because um, she just basically got remarried a day after being divorced. <laughs> I have and pregnant, <laughs> and pregnant again. God, you just got—that's <laughs> not fair. Couldn't she have waited and gotten With pregnant twins. in a year? Come on, what's one more year? Immediately. Anyway. <laughs> Um, like as soon as Marcy was like, you're ovulating. I was like, don't have sex tonight. Don't have uh, sex tonight. You knew that was happening. It's like, oh, listen to Marcy. She's like the smartest person in the house. It's like, why would you risk that? Anyway. Um, so I have an, oh, Marcy, you're so silly. And then like, seriously, like four hours later, people are like, oh yeah, she's pregnant with twins. And I'm like, the what? Fucking sperm's not there yet. <laughs> They're not that fast. <laughs> That's great. So I have an article from verywellmind.com and it's dating over 40, nine expert approved tips for putting yourself back out there by Barbara Field and Kate Nelson. And it was published on October 3rd, 2023. And just a couple of hints that at the very beginning, it's like, give yourself time to get over a relationship, the end of one. Mm-hmm. So, i.e., if you just finished your divorce yesterday, don't get married tonight. <laughs> you know, don't do but, that. So, ba- the, you know, some, some reasons you might be looking to jump into the dating pool, but you need to be careful about, like, you're lonely and want to fill the void. You want to get revenge on your ex. You want to prove something to others. You've never mm-hmm. been alone before. Really take time to be alone. I just cannot promoted oh, enough that's so a important person it's so delightful to learn about yourself and like just live your yes. life on your own terms all the time it really has benefits anyway it's true and then once you're kind of giving yourself time and space and enter you know time to do all that then identify your relationship goals so like what are you looking for be realistic in your expectations you're 40 now <laughs> things aren't the same yeah. as when we're 20 <laughs> no prioritize values and emotional intelligence i think that one kind of is a no-brainer but i also you know it's good to remind people of but yeah go to therapy embrace the current dating scene yes you can still Mm -hmm. date the old-fashioned way treat a first date as a short meeting oh (laughs) would you like to meet over zoom I actually kind of really like that one. It's something that when I started dating again, you know, you're kind of pressured to like come up with dates that are like, you feel like you need to do like dinner or, you know, like go out to eat or something. But that's a Mm -hmm. significantly longer time commitment. I really came to like, like meeting for a drink or coffee or a park, like walking in the park because those could be significantly shorter amount of time. So like if things aren't great and they're just kind of stalling, you can just be like, well, this has been fun. Let's move. <laughs> Whereas, true. like, if you're sitting yeah. down to eat with someone, you're like, "Oh fuck, the salad just arrived." I and have you're to make Nazi. it through this entire dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. So, that, that actually so makes really sense. planning like 30 minutes or less for the first date is, I think, key. Awesome. Don't rush when bringing kids into the mix. Uh, you know. Yep. And that was it. So anyway, we'll put this article up on our stuff when this all comes out and uh hopefully it helps and you don't end up like poppy immediately married and (laughs) pregnant with twins (laughs) Uh, uh, i don't judge her for it i mean uh, they are true mates and she does love him with all her 
heart and soul. And so this is at least, I mean, if you're going to do yeah. it, then just jump in and do it, right? Why wait? I mean, actually, yeah, because a week later, you're going to just be a week older. And so you might as well be pregnant right now. <laughs> you're you're younger now than you will be later. You're the youngest you'll ever be again. <laughs> so, so true. Thank God they're supernatural creatures. So uh, I think they'll be all. all oh, right. I assume so. I'm sure. <laughs> All right, so I I think I'm going to give this book a nine. I really, really enjoyed it. It gave me that angst in the beginning, and then they came together. Their love is still there, very strong. I like Brett as a character, like as a like a masculine character. Like he had that little bit of jealousy when Austin asked for her phone number or whatever it he's, was, but it wasn't so over the top. He's still a wolf, think. so he he's definitely still, still does like the growly, my matey thing. Mm-hmm. But of course he hadn't claimed her yet. I'm hoping that now that he's made yeah. the full claiming, like they've gone through the ritual, he'll be a little less yeah. like, yeah, sure, you can talk to Austin. I don't feel as yeah, jealous anymore. Totally. Because Austin's not going to care. He's not a shifter, so he, he doesn't understand those emotions and be like fuck you old man like (laughs) (laughs) Like, that doesn't bother me i hunt creatures for a living but anyway yeah i think uh the writing was really good i really do love how she just portrayed all of the different facets of relationships here so nine is my number yeah i think i'm gonna give it an eight and here's why I'm giving it room to be even better as the series progresses. I feel like this was good and it was a good start, but we had to gather so much that we kind of rushed, right? I feel like a lot of it got rushed a little bit to get to like this ending to set up the next many books. Yeah. And now that's not a negative. I still love it. I, you know, I thoroughly immediately wanted to read the next book. I was like, all right, book one done. Where's book two? (laughs) Yes, Um, exactly. But I just won't give it a nine yet because I think we'll get there with the future series. (laughs) Yeah, actually, I think that's totally fair. Mm -hmm. I think if you pull, if if I could feel that tug in my heart with your writing, Mm -hmm. it's almost, it's almost a done deal for me. Yeah, we fucking love it. Yeah, it's great. Highly recommend it, guys. Yeah, enjoy. And just love, you know, a funny, punny title. Yeah. Cloudy. They all are, just in case anyone hasn't looked ahead and seen what the freaking rest of the books are. We've got this one, Cloudy with a Chance of Witchcraft, Hexing with a Chance of Tornadoes, Spellcasting with a Chance of Spirits, Starry with a Chance of Nightshade, Thunder with a Chance of Lovestruck. (laughs) (laughs) See, they're great. And I think that one has a person named Frankenstein in it. I am so fucking in love with this series and I just can't wait. There's monsters. Oh. Well, That's I don't know so about good. if it's a monster, but it's her name's Rachel Frankenstein. Oh, okay. I see. Uh-huh. I see. So okay. I think maybe okay. she's of the Frankenstein descent. Ooh. Yeah. And then Wendy with a Chance of Wolfsbane is the most recent book. Okay. That's good. Those are great. They're titles. so good. All right. Anyway. And they're super pretty. Like, she's got a whole bunch of new covers out for them. And they're all like, I like them. I like them a lot. And I hope everybody else enjoys them as well. And uh, we'll see you yeah. for our next one. What's that? I don't remember. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So, for our next book, we're going to be reading Venice Actually by Kelly Reynolds. So, we did Kelly Reynolds for our last Christmas book. Right? We yes. We did. Yes. We did. It was uh, Meet Me in Las Feliz. <laughs> I was like, yes, some point me this will come to my brain. <laughs> <laughs> and we had so much fun with that one. So we're bringing her back with a continuation of that series. And I can't tell you what that series was called because I can't. But uh, I'm not sure. Yeah. So this is, I think this is an introduction to Nora and Bowie's like friends. I think it's it's Bowie's best friend um, that we're going to meet here and their love interests. Oh, and stuff. it's just and called so the Holidays maybe... in L.A. series. <laughs> 
there you go. Yes, because it's California. And it's a holiday. They're all holiday. Mm-hmm. Like the first one went from like Thanksgiving through New Year's. And this one, I think, is the same thing. Like they're yeah. Thanksgiving through New mm-hmm. Year's time period of cute romance, yes. low stress, low anxiety romance stories. Have you started it yet? I have not because I've had so many. Uh, the, the Iron Flame came out. <laughs> That's true, and you still haven't had a chance to finish it. Okay. Well, I think you're going to get a little bit of reminiscence of, obviously, the first book, because it's the same writer, but also Edie's last book that we just read, The Cock oh. Down the Block. So I think you're, you'll are you see some similarities well, I'm there. excited. I think I like yeah. it. They're fun. They're totally oh, yeah. fun. Yeah. So join us for that next time, guys. So we will see you for that. In the meantime, you can find us on social media at Sturdy Books on Facebook, Instagram, and I guess technically Twitter and as long as it exists or whatever it's called now. Or you can email us directly at sturdybooks at gmail.com. And that is with three H's. And you can visit us on our website at sturdybooks.com and most places that you can find podcasts. You guys, apparently Google Podcasts is going away. So if you guys are Google Podcast people like me, let's all write a letter and protest because that is bullshit. But anyway, (laughs) enough of my short (laughs) stuff. I fucking hate it. I hate that they keep taking good things away from me. But uh, uh, thank you, Jim Townsend, for the music. We love it. We appreciate it. And with that, we'll say goodnight. This is Saylat. And this is Kalina. And we'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, you've been listening to Shh, Reading Dirty Books with Kalina and Saylat. Be sure to tune in to the next episode. Some more of your dirty books read to you. And if you're listening on a format that allows you to give a rating, please do that for them. <laughs>